listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran this morning. Um, if you'd like to text the show and, and thus be part of our interactive experience, you can text <laughs> us on 8.12.15. If you're a bit more 21st century, why not follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio? Or if you're a tired old traditionalist, why not just email us via the Absolute Radio website? <laughs> <laughs> there you go, that's that done. I feel now I can... Oh, I can or you could page us. <laughs> yeah, you can page it, if me. If stuck in the 80s. You can... Uh, that was what a joke I always really liked that no one yeah. ever cared for, is what's the definition of optimism? A banjo player with a, ban- with a pager. And relax. <laughs> OK, <laughs> so... Um, do you understand it? No, I don't think no, I do. No, I don't. Or is it that someone's going to page him to give him a job? Because might be. banjo <laughs> is not a nice... It might be that. Is that what it is? Might be. Oh, I don't okay. know, I'm just leaving it out there. I don't work with footnotes. <laughs> Thanks, Daisy. <laughs> Daisy's contract's coming up this week. No, so, uh, I, think I think you'll, you'll find, find she'll be laughing, laughing that little bit more today. <laughs> <laughs> but laughing like that. <laughs> That's slight hysteria. Um, not really. As if we'd ever get rid of Daisy. I should rather get rid of my right hand. Well, maybe the left. Anyway, I've got an itch on my leg, which is driving me to distraction. Don't look to me. Oh, no, actually, I've misread that. It's driving me to this, which oh. is um, in East Anglia. Mm-hmm. What about that banjo joke? Um, Terrible. We'll Don't dwell. To it. Don't <laughs> dwell. I'm, I'm happy to dwell on, on a bad joke. Let me okay. see. Oh, yeah, he'll uh, string it bang. out. Let me see. <laughs> he'll string out his banjo <laughs> joke. Thanks, made another that joke. Can, uh, help us out. I can't find it. Okay, tell us it's about gone. that bite. I had then. a really funny idea then, but I can't find it. That's um, the first funny idea to fall flat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not the last. I don't care. I'm not sure it is the first this week, to be honest. I'm not sure though. it's the first this morning. <laughs> tell us about the bite. Um, I've been bit, I was bitten at the Ryan Academy of Arts oh. yesterday um, on my leg by an insect. I mean, not by mm-hmm. a, a not an artist. Who, that's what they do. And uh, a lady who was, I was working with said, "Oh, uh, rub a banana skin on it." What? Now I wondered if this was a cure just for comedians who had been <laughs> Good bitten idea. because of the uh, the aptness of the banana skin. I was told once while. Um, Holidaying in Italy, uh, a lemon. Oh yeah, lemon. So does that do the trick? Does it? Cures everything. It, so I, I'm not. I, I think out there amongst our readers, there must be th- the best thing to stop a bite itching. And I'm not talking about your, your medical creams. No, I'm not. I'm, you want I, an old wives' tale? I want a cold peppers herbal approach mm-hmm. to. Uh, to it. Well, Emily was straight in with a saliva recommendation, wasn't she? That was very kind of her, but it didn't seem proper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, too too early. Do you yeah. think saliva does? It? I think oh, I no, think there's something in it that's good for it. Yeah. Actually, Sandy War is nodding next door, but I mean, she, she might be listening to German umpa music. So <laughs> <laughs> well, she the could the be a queen. It's very hard look, to tell. It kill you to She's carrying a large tankard with a lid on it. <laughs> <laughs> She's preparing for Oktoberfest. Uh, when is that? Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, Donna Air. Um But, Frank, I'm willing to experiment quite genuinely with the saliva, if you'd like me to. Oh, can, my can, goodness. Well, can you rustle me some up? Yeah, I'll see what I can, can do. Can I say this? Is, it's just oh. above my ankle, this thing. Don't, don't uh-huh. anyone thinking this is getting on to what? But it's a bare ankle, no. isn't it? Because you've come it, in in your shorts. Not only have I got shorts, but I've gone for a trainer sock this morning, so my ankles work. are mm-hmm. complete. I think I've got quite a nice, uh, nicely turned ankle, as they say. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm yeah, on you'd easy. You want a geography teacher, and I would. Um, if um, okay, if, <laughs> if Emily is prepared to provide the spittle for uh, the first test for your uh, bite, I'm prepared to eat a banana, and you can have the skin. So you know, I, we're all, I love this. That you're, this is like a, a fabulous pit stop that I've stopped in, and the whole team are helping Happy me. Happy to muck in. Okay, well. Um, you start peeling if you can move into drool mode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I, I think we, I think we've got something going here. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Biscuits okay. a bit stale, Frank. Do you think? Mm. Look, I didn't supply the biscuits. <laughs> Do I look like a caterer? No, but you did supply the first-class joke earlier. Thank you very oh, much. Yeah. We've uh, we've had a text response from um, from that. Uh, hi all, new definition of optimism Expecting a laugh from a joke involving a pager and a banjo player Sorry ah. Frank <laughs> Who was that from? That's from 319 Oh, uh, 319 And they do put the, that little um, colon and then the smile with the brackets, you know Oh yeah Colon and a smile, that's a <laughs> Smiley nice face emoticon, One for the anatomists What is it, a smiley face emoticon, yeah yeah. Frank, what about the last five minutes when you played that song and I just sat there trying to guess what was funny about that joke and I couldn't? Yeah, and really? Emily, well, Emily was one of the sharpest <laughs> knives in the drawer, mm-hmm. I would say, is still trying to work out the banjo player <laughs> and the page. It's, uh, it's, it's what, to, is, what is it then? It's to do... Well, I'll tell you what. Um, it's to well, do... Well, I should say, so the joke is... It, what's the definition of optimism, a banjo player with a pager? And I said, mm. is it because... It's got well it's something to do with time delay when you were trying yeah. to get. Out. Is it because it's a time delay? I don't know. I find the pager pretty efficient. Okay. I mean, they were used by surgeons. They were, <laughs> but I this is it. I think is, the, is a banjo player thinking that the, the need for a banjo is so desperate and so immediate. That it's worth having a, a pager. I think is, oh. that, is that the joke? It, I, it used to be a genre amongst um, musicians. The banjo player joke, a bit like drummer jokes. You know? Oh, is it right. like drummer? Okay, I understand that. A bit like, but drummers are sort of seen as stupid. If there's any drummers listening, can I say I don't subscribe to that view? No. And after all, Karen Carpenter was a drummer. She was. Um, my, boy, my boyfriend plays the drums. Oh well, there you right. go. He's also an actor. Yeah. Uh, He's also my boyfriend. Okay, that's three good reasons to uh, yeah. to think him a bright. I'm just waiting for a son to say something that remotely is relevant to me going badumch. But uh, so far it hasn't rim shot. I was just waiting and nothing was relevant. Anyway, I don't think every joke has to get laughs. <laughs> I think it's some t- nice sometimes if they stand in a little island of silence. Well, can that, can that be autobiography number three, darling? <laughs> yes, I think it could. Great be. title. I might my, get it on a t-shirt. It should be my Edinburgh show. Anyway, let's move on. Oh, no, um, no. If you'd like to see Alan Cochran's editing, <laughs> tickets are available. You did say that uh, Emily was one of the um, sharpest tools in the box. And I don't uh, think I said tool, I don't think no. I said box. Knives in the drawer, <laughs> in the that's drawer. right. Yeah. Trying, it shows how um, your mind works, though. We've tool had a text box from, uh, on Breakfast Radio, for goodness sake, man. Get a grip! We've had a text from 808. Uh, oh. I wonder what state they're in. Hey, 808. Oh, All right, I got that. Um, I, did, I didn't get that, you say. No, I know, but you get your banjo jokes. <laughs> yeah. So there's something for everyone. Okay, 808, uh, state, Carry on. When is that uh, this text begins? It's September Oktoberfest, named after King Octavius. Oh, so it's not in October? Apparently not. You're oh. welcome. Thank uh, you. 
Who was that from? It's eight, from eight, Andy eight. in Suffolk who says, only know this as I'm going for the first time. Does M. Meister General want to come with seven Burley and one puny Cockneys? There you go, you've had a night's move to go to Oktoberfest. Well, I, I'm with, afraid, with I, well, I'd chats. love to go. I'm Would it be a night to, or a knacked? I'm going to have to graciously decline. Are you? Mm-hmm. You know why? Why? Is it because... <laughs> I've got a boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> of course. Of course. That was my approach. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Can I say I just did a good thing? I did a good deed. What? Well, our producer Daisy was just starting an anecdote, <laughs> oh, yeah. and she said, "Yeah, the driver." And you know, when you start an anecdote, you realise no one's listening to you. Oh, no. I'm always the person in a group like yeah. that. You know, they've moved on. I'm always the person who listens for that plaintive voice in the wilderness and mm-hmm. this happens to me so often someone says yeah my dad always used and they think oh no one's listening mm-hmm. and then they find me with my eyes trained on them to help them through yeah. and they can just give me that anecdote yeah I and they're happy is, with that because they think well he's a professional comedian and appreciate more than most people anyway mm-hmm. and i do that i'm a little rescue act for people who've started <laughs> an anecdote that hasn't been heard by those around i do that all the time that's very good of you. Thank I've taken you. advantage of your good nature. I mean, you know what I think? Yeah. I think actually you're listening to other people's stories because you're thinking, the moment they pause, I'm going to crack a funny. <laughs> that, I don't believe you said yeah. that. Well, I do, because I know there's a lot of resentment in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So you know how I deal with that? I just say, no one's listening to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do do I that. I do. It's good that you've stopped with that, because obviously it worked very early on in your life when you were, like, three, and you thought, oh... And, and a lot of people think, you know, it's time I moved on, but you thought, no, I'm sticking with this one. <laughs> oh, come on, listen to me! <laughs> and, um, you know, for some people it was sound infantile, but you've seemed to... It's grown with you. Yeah. I love it's it. It's of me. I now, listen, it. Frank, we have some remedies... Oh, good. To cure that old bite of yours. You haven't, li- you haven't licked my upper ankle yet, I notice. <laughs> this would be odd for people who've just tuned in. <laughs> but to hell with them and their tardiness. Alan <laughs> feels sick at the thought of that. It's quite specialist interest, I agree. Yeah. Uh, tea tree oil, Frank. What is that? Uh, 724. Now, I've used that. What is it? What is it? There is a thing called the tea tree. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's called tea tree oil. I don't ask its derivation. I just use the doesn't product. It, when doesn't it, it come me. from a tea tree? Yeah, yeah, I presume but so. tea—that's not where tea comes from, is it? A tea <laughs> oh, tree. No, we're starting a whole plant. extra texting on. That's from the tea 12, plant. I seem to remember on PG that's the plant. on the on the box of PG tips there was some um, women. <laughs> is that where you base all your tea? Well, knowledge? there used to be pictures of women from the Asian subcontinent, and I remember they were slightly hunched over. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they were taking it from a tree. I'd like when you see, say, a giraffe eating and they're sort of craned upwards. They, they were stooped, these, these women. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. it must grow on the ground, too. Yeah, I'm wondering... Anyway, tea tree oil, we'll try it. Sorry, Alan. If PG Tips were doing exact depictions, like, and they had the, the women picking it, what happened in the 80s when they started selling tea using monkeys on swings? How did that <laughs> corroborate to where oh, they got because, it from? Because monkeys, of course, they operate on a whole, whole lower level, so they oh, don't right. have to stoop. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they climbed as well. Um, anyway, we've got, various, we've got various remedies for you. Yeah. Fully, fully clouds, some of them. Yeah. <laughs> that was never yeah. explained. No. <laughs> well, the monkeys. Yeah. Cup of tea, Mr. Shiftar. Anyway, 
Um, yeah, tea tree oil. Okay, yeah. my mum used to, to buy to that from a someone saying. Oh, darling, don't buy it. I'll get it sent in. Oh, thank you very much. Nice. That'd be lovely. Mm. Gary from Liverpool has texted. Uh, my mum used to put vinegar on wasp stings, and then she put a dock leaf on it, held with a plaster. Oh. Now, see, dock leaf. Yeah, I like the idea of it because that, that really does feel close to the earth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Warm spoon. Pardon. Warm spoon. Uh, yeah, I will use a warm spoon. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you mean like, like a hot spoon and yeah, burn it? On the bite. Yeah, okay. someone's saying heat a teaspoon with hot water and touch the bite with the spoon. Apparently it kills the protein that causes the itch. I like that because it's sort of, it could be made up, but then they've chucked in the word protein that makes yeah. it sound a bit science Bit of science, and yeah. then they've, they've brought it back with itch. <laughs> made it a bit colloquial, made it a bit folky. I'm loving it. Well, we're not going to do too many of these, but I, I am going to try somehow. And I am properly itching, and you are properly helping, so thank you. For- Skinner. Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. A lot of suggestions coming through for your bite, Frank. Can I say, I just went across um, to get saliva from <coughs> Emily Dean. Mm-hmm. It was disgusting. I just, I, I just thought she could just basically... Um, you stood over me in combat <laughs> Bermudas demanding saliva. Have Guess what the answer was? Well, you said, I've got, I, don't do it now, I've got biscuit in my mouth, is what you <laughs> said. I don't know if that, So I've got to go back after the next song for more Never go back. I like, I've, I've got, got to go back. back. <laughs> like, it's a journey. I don't know if I've ever said gob on my calf to a woman <laughs> before. <laughs> but, um, you know what, it felt good. Mm-hmm. Right, Paul has suggested, um, you need a dose of man up, Frank. Oh, man up. Oh. Oh, I see, I see what he's getting at, Paul. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not very good at man up. But what's the alternative? Man down! <laughs> you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. a bit it's a bit scary. Um, yes, I probably do, but you know, but I'm itching. And well, uh, I'm not ashamed of that. And do I really want to man up? Because, you know, it's men, isn't it, that cause most of the trouble in the world? Warfare and aggression. Yeah. Okay. Smelling on the tubes. William <laughs> has used a Category C swear word oh, no. to suggest you urinate on it. Oh. You, well, I already have um, tried urine on it, not deliberately. It just um, it just happened and doesn't seem to have uh, helped at all. Absolutely despicable. <laughs> yes, the Guardian. Terry has said, cut it out with a razor. No, Terry is Tough love was in Terry, the SIS. <laughs> he then adds, also, I'm in love with Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go out with Terry, though? It's a bit of a razor, a bit of a razor, man. I would, but um, I can't. Oh, I know what. I know. She's got a boyfriend. She's got a boyfriend. What's um, that? It's drumming. We've had an email entitled Banjo Joke saying, since Mumford & Sons, banjos have been on the, up, on the updating the joke. I suggest the new optimism joke should be a flautist with a C-fax page. Oh, not that's sure. good. Oh, I yeah, see. Yeah, it's odd that because... Um, it's not having the. Res- I think Mumford have taken the banjo and made <laughs> it to worked. continue a theme. They've urinated on it. <laughs> um, perhaps it had a bee sting. But we're all, yeah, perhaps we're all different. It had a bee string. <laughs> Actually, do they have a bee string? I'll be musicians thinking, oh, that, that joke didn't work. It doesn't have a bee string on a banjo. I mean, come on, is that my pager? 
<laughs> anyway, we should leave off the bites thing now. But um, thank you so much for your help. I really appreciate it. Yeah. You know, you said this during the last link, and then you went round and tried to get your legs spat on, and it didn't work. So you say leave off it, but I'm not leaving no, but it until I'm get, you've I'm been get, spat I'm get, on. I'm getting it cured um, mid music, though, okay. and the people at home can be enjoying themselves making tea. And um, I don't, I don't I know if you are. Of, can I be honest? <laughs> I don't There's know something if you are. I didn't like about the urgency of your tone. When you ask for that saliva, well, it, I'm itching. I'll I'll spit on you instead if you want. I'm mind. itching. We, yeah, I'll, I'll take my saliva where I can get it. I think we all will. <laughs> oh, Don't that spit on him. That <laughs> worst that film way. I've ever seen. Oh, you awful. spitting on him? <laughs> <laughs> you see, he spat on my grave or something like that. Is that what it's called? Oh, it's not called that. Okay. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm thinking I might uh, stop reading books. What? I've always loved books my whole life. I'd even describe myself as bookish. Mm. Mm-hmm. But um, I wondered if, there might, if magazines might be a more efficient way of gathering information. Mm. Oh. And I'm, I, I travelled recently, and I think a bit heavier book. I have got, I, I have a, a, a Kindle, but I, I thought, you know what I'll do? I'll take three or four magazines. Oh, yeah. Which ones I, did you go for then? Oh, I went for the tablet. The Roman Catholic uh, Weekly, um, DWM, Doctor Who magazine, and BBC History. Oh. <laughs> and uh, can I say they're a rattling good read, all of them. Wow. And it was lighter to carry. Yeah, but can I be honest? You know I will be. Yeah. If I saw you walk into the plane <laughs> holding those three, I, I would, my heart would sink if you sat next to me. <laughs> Oh, I wouldn't. My heart wouldn't sink if he sat next to me. I'd think, "Oh, brilliant! This guy's going to be asleep pretty soon." <laughs> <laughs> Look how boring those three magazines are. He'll be off. But that's <laughs> fine. I don't mind that because I that's... think this guy'll be ringing his mum. <laughs> but you know, I'm here, mummy. But we're we're all different, and that's fine. You can, and this is the thing with magazines: there's a whole world of choice. If you want your Grazias and whatever, you can have those. If yeah. you want your if you want your motorcycle news, we're in styles. Mm-hmm. Can you plug my magazine? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah in yeah. style. If that's what you want, yeah. and uh, it's good. And and the nice thing about them, I found you don't need a bookmark. You can just leave them folded back. They're lightweight, and the brilliant thing is when you eighteen twenty. When you finish, discovered magazines. When you fin- well, people say he, that guy he looks quite. A guy in the glasses over there, he looks quite magazineish. That's what I want to say. <laughs> that guy looks bookish, but that guy looks a bit more. You know, he's got more about him. He's slightly mm. magazineish. How thick is the tablet? If you don't mind me asking. Oh well, it's. Um, I'd say it's about. 40 pages, something like that. Oh, more of a pamphlet, really. Well, well, about that. More of a lozenge than a tablet, you might say. (laughs) These will be the names that they use for the next versions of the exact gadgets you're talking about the pamphlet and the lozenge. Who edits that then? Editor at large, the Pope. No, but you can choose. (laughs) um, No, I don't think he's he's involved. You're not involved. It's quite rebellious, actually, the tablet. Try it. (laughs) Um, It's. uh, I keep taking the. No. Um. But there's everything, you know what I mean? I know sometimes when we think magazines, we instantly think woman's realm. Do but we? No, we don't. don't you, isn't that your first? No. Oh. Because it's not 1963. Okay. It is in, in our era. <laughs> I've been around that in Aura recently, <laughs> or I think it is 1963. Um, no, um, but there's all sorts of, uh, you know, really quite uplifting and challenging magazines. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what about just, Truckers Monthly? But isn't it great, though, when you finish, you just, you just bin them? It's not like books. You don't have a big magazine 
You bin, you bin them. Oh, yeah. yeah. But when you're on the road, you just bin them. I always feel like somebody else should get a magazine. I feel like there well, should be a hand down thing going not. on. If, yeah. they, if they want to take it out the bin, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's fine, but at least the Doctor Who you like the idea of the Catholics foraging for your discarded the tablets. <laughs> I'd be honest with you, I do I do keep the Doctor Who magazines. I knew but, you. But would. the others I do um, throw in away. a room. They have a room. Well, they're in a room, but there's also a toilet in that room. To be fair, <laughs> I was in the Doctor Who magazine recently. I oh, looking wow. pretty good. One of those photos, you know, when you look like someone said, "Hey, Frank," and you look back over your shoulder and they photograph you, like the opening credits of Dallas. Oh, is that oh, what nice. you look like? It's one of those. Yeah, it's nice because the net looks slightly twisted. Like uh, like I'm beginning to become a, a walnut whirl, and, and as himself, Frank Skinner. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah, exactly. First, you've just seen Charlene Tilton maybe stepping off uh, an aeroplane, and, and then it's me, you know, Frank Skinner, and I just <laughs> just I'm just getting out of a car. Who said that? And it's me. <laughs> Surprised. It's a lovely picture. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I can't tell you how many times yesterday my girlfriend said to me, oh, it's hot, isn't it? What's the point in keep saying it over and over mm-hmm. like that? And I said that. She said, I know, I, I don't know why I keep saying it. And I'd say it was ten minutes before she said it again. She wants mm-hmm. to wash her pants. That's what she did last time. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah. right. That's a good idea. That cooled her Wash your pants in cold water, wring them out and put them back on. Yeah. Lovely. And if you, if you happen to be passing a bite on the way... I could give that a crack, yeah. Well, yeah. 319 says to help someone with the bite itch, I tell them the Banjo Pager joke. It confuses <laughs> them so much they completely forget about the bite. Well done. You've, what you've done there, you've fused mm-hmm. two, two themes into one perfect. I think that gives us closure on yeah. the Banjo and, and the bite. Well, we've got... Um, who, who did that? 319. 319, you've, you've cracked it. We've got some closure from Jackie in South Shields. I say some, it's not quite conclusive. Um, tea tree oil comes from the leaves of a tree from Australia and New Zealand. The tree name is something like Melaleuca. Something like... Is it Katie Melua? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it, it's not Melua, is it Melua? Katie Melua. Because if it was Melua, mm-hmm. it would lend itself to poetry. If one was... Kate, a, a new album of Katie Melua. I can only describe it as utter manure. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I haven't heard it, by the way. It's probably brilliant. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so um, I... Um, yeah, so that's it with me. Magazines now, from now on. I've thrown all the books out. I'm, I might burn them all this afternoon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Confuses right, people if you burn me. <laughs> exactly, I've put my armband on. <laughs> <laughs> that's blondie. Yeah, what I'm going to do is just stand deleting them from my Kindle. <laughs> the modern way of protesting. Son's armband. No, I'm not... Slightly th- less symbolic. You know, I've, I've thought this <laughs> before. Why do you just hear the deleted files going? Exactly. That, that's, if the Nazis had happened today, that's what they'd have done. They'd have started deleting <laughs> files from their Kindle. Burning... Yeah, anyway, so... Um, I nearly said burning Ewoks. I don't want uh, you to stop reading. No, you know, I've always come... I love come seeing back. you with a pot boiler. When I, uh, yeah, but, you know, I've settled down now. <laughs> I, uh, I've got nothing against those women, but um, <laughs> it was a phase in my life. I, um, I fancy a digest as well. Don't you ever look at a reader's digest and think there must be good stuff well, in there? Well, I think we know who looks at a reader's mm. digest. Oh, of course. Thinks there must be good stuff in there. What was the column called? I forgot you had a column. Little... Um, if it, little Epiphanies, that was it, wasn't it? <laughs> little Epiphanies, little epiphanies yeah. Alan Cochran's Reader's Digest column. Yeah. 
No uh, longer with us. <laughs> no, but I, uh, the thing is, when I think of buying a Reader's Digest, I don't think of a news agent. I think of an Oxfam shop. It's that kind right. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's my natural terrain, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm, I might try that. I, I like it. Quite yeah. piano teachers, aren't they? But, you know, I thought this when I got Kindle that I wouldn't buy another book, and then I did it, and then I went in a bookshop and I just went straight back to it. So we'll see, but I like the idea of being the magazine man. <laughs> if anyone knows any really interesting and odd man. magazines, by the way, do feel free to I know uh, rec- recommend. No, yeah, come no, on, I don't want any of that. <laughs> My age. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with E. Dean and A. Cochran. Um... You can text the show on 812.15 or follow the show on Twitter (laughs) with a hey no 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 at Frank on the radio (laughs) or you can email the absolute radio web site hi 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 is that done? Is it over? Mm-hmm. Very oh, good. That's all right. I think it's like a really traditional that, feel to what it. what you said about my singing last week. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed, I enjoyed both, Emily. Thank you. But I enjoyed that, Frank. Thank you, Alan. <laughs> You're a good man. <laughs> <laughs> um, tickets so, for, as I say, tickets for Alan Cochran. Tickets still available, <coughs> probably. At the stand, is it? It is at the stand. At the stand in Edinburgh. Okay. This is a rare, rare plugging moment on this show. We don't do that well, sort of think, thing much. Know, I'm trying to raise you up. <laughs> Jerry Halliwell gave me the idea. Oh, yeah. Lift me up. Build me yeah, up. Yeah, lift me up. Lift me up. Lift me up. Raise me up with uh, Josh Grodin or whatever his name is. Don't say I don't know who that is. You're on a chat show on the same show. Oh, yes. Hey. Groban. Groban. Speaking of uh, Jerry Halliwell, who of all the celebrities do you think lies in bed thinking about what to wear the next day? Mm. It's not Jerry Halliwell. Jeremy like, Clarkson? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Okay. What about Richard Hammond? He no, can, surely yeah. they, they both just have, like, boot-cut jeans on the side, ready there. Boom. Yeah. Okay. And a and, disgusting and pendants. shirt. Yeah, and a pendant. Is it Gok? It's, uh, <laughs> I'm going I'm to tell you, it's okay. Posh Spice. Okay. Which, I was reading this, and I thought, Posh Spice, I thought, oh... Saffron, that's a posh spice, isn't it, that we don't use very often. Funny her real name was Saffron. But then I thought, is that a joke that's in Abfab? Is that why there's a character in it called Saffron? Is that a posh spice joke? No, you're overthinking it. Am I? I like the idea. It's a banjo joke. Now, if you ever do a thesis on Absolutely Fabulous, that's the kind of thing you can Mm -hmm. develop. You think you might do that? No, no, I'm not going to do a thesis on Absolutely Fabulous. I liked all her little habits. She did this interview and she said she said she doesn't do the washing up. Yeah. Oh, is that is that a, is that a shock? Well, who news? does? I mean, except people in Coronation Street. You can't. No re- one does the washing up. Everyone's got a dishwasher. You can't yeah. imagine Posh Spice putting the, putting the old yellow marigolds on, can you? No. Not in the kitchen. And I like the fact she that she's got, she she's got an apron that says that she doesn't wash up. That's cool. When does she wear it? I don't know. None, but of, she your, does. none of your beeswax. She eats um, bee pollen. Oh, I've ate um, I've ate bee pollen. Oh, how was, was it? Was it super hot? 
No, no, be fine. Um, it's actually all right, but I felt a bit bad about re- eating it because I thought, you know, this surely this serves a very important well, uh, right. purpose you in know, the world. In Chinese restaurants, when you I'm order suckling pig or something, because well, it's so good for your skin. It's the only yeah. But do you know how long it takes the bees to gather enough one portion that you had? That's an eight-hour day for a month. Yeah, oh. but there's loads of them. <laughs> There's loads of them. There's and less. Working away. There's less of them. Fewer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So is it a bit? Is it frowned upon by uh, by ecological folk to eat bees? Oh, I don't know. I just know what fashion folk buy. Well, I don't know about those people. Victoria mm-hmm. says twenty two amino acids, twelve vitamins, twenty eight mir- minerals. Please don't write that. I'm completely mad. We don't want wrinkles. So. You know, if other we people don't want are... wrinkles, we want winkles. That's what she should have said. If she'd been moving on to a seafood diet thing, yeah. that oh, way, yeah. I'm presuming she sounds like she's rapping. She's rapping that. <laughs> so what she was doing? She was rapping to the internet. 28 vitamins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet she does wrap around the house. I wouldn't be surprised. I just not wrap around the house, obviously. No, not like, like not too thin for that. Yeah, not like Mr. Eight, Fantastic. But um, eight ninety nine birthday cake from M and S for David. What? I loved that. I, I bet you thought, loved that. I thought it said it was eight thirty nine. Oh, did you think it was one of your little <laughs> oh, number things? Right. I thought I thought I'm gonna have to go to M and S if they've taken eight thirty nine. It is eight thirty nine. There Brilliant. you go. That they've taken a maverick pricing yeah. uh, yes. thing, which I thought I'm gonna go up there because they're they're people who think a bit differently. <laughs> Unless it was actually eight ninety nine at first and she just bought it with one of those stickers on it because it was like pushing its sell by day. She wouldn't do that it, would be she? brilliant. I wouldn't imagine it? her bony fingers would pierce the casing <laughs> and she'd be caught. <laughs> I, I, it was a strange story, but we'll come, we'll come back to it. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a text just come in from 104. Frank, I'm worried about Emily. There's a lot of talk from her today about eating biscuits and cake. Yeah. Well, this is what happens when you meet your boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> You're going to pull the ripcord, as you would say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going for it. Oh, I don't know if that's the best idea. Well, that yeah. is why I admire the homosexuals. They can be together for years and still go to the gymnasium <laughs> every day. <laughs> Heterosexuals, they don't have that kind of... How is Lance? Oh. How is Lance? <laughs> Lance yeah, and the guys. Lance? Well, he's keeping a low profile, isn't it, that way? <laughs> um, I'd rather not mention that particular gentleman, <laughs> the way he's been at the moment. <laughs> gentleman! <laughs> gentleman! Nevertheless! Sorry, sorry I brought him up. So okay. we're talking about VB... Yes. Can I tell you? What? I remember when she was VA. Oh yeah. Uh, Victoria Adams. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I spoke to she a, a pop star who I won't name. I must have told you this. Who went to her parents' house? You know, oh, she yeah. still lived with her parents. Right. And they were. Um, they were. And I, I say this um, with some affection. They were nouveau, ri- nouveau riche because I'm mm-hmm. nouveau riche myself. I have no. You know. There you mm-hmm. are. Um, Most people are. Well. Uh, well, yeah. What does Michael Hasseltine says? If you have to buy your own furniture, you're nouveau riche. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Uh, is that the first time Michael Hasseltine's been quoted on this show? <laughs> it's definitely the first or second. Well, I'm I'll tell sure. you something, it will not be the last. No. Yeah. And that's fine. <laughs> I've made up my mind. Oh, no, I, I, I do apologise. Alan Clark said it about oh, Michael Hasseltine. Oh, Michael oh, Hasseltine's been misquoted. It was Alan Clark who said it. Anyway, and this, um, they had to go and pick um, Victoria up from a, from the Adams family, mm-hmm. um, not from the Adams family. Mm-hmm. Um, that was uh, that was like a film, and uh, and they had like a big house with a bit of mock Tudor outside. You know, you know those sort of posh houses you yeah. see in the in the suburbs. Yeah. yeah. And um, at, in the hallway, they had uh, a suit of armour. Did they? No, I love that. That's someone Me who too. thinks it's a, it might, it's a castle to us. Oh. That's nice. Oh, it? lovely. 
Well, when I said, she said the house is full of uh, Joe Malone candles, she said. She did, mm-hmm. yeah. And I don't know that if you see Posh of late, she's always dressed in black and looking very moody. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want her appearing behind a table of uh, <laughs> candles late at night, would you? It's like being in Castle Dracula. <laughs> Kids must be frightened to death when she pops up. What about Bedtime, she- I think. <laughs> what about when she said she uh, spends hours in bed thinking about what to wear the next morning <laughs> I, like I related that. to that yeah. so much you have no idea in fact only the other week that reminded me frank you asked me that that self-same question do you recall this do i did you were did looking I? at a photograph of simon cowell in the newspaper <laughs> well yes and business as usual you <laughs> felt that his outfits perhaps he didn't put much time care and attention into well it's a, a loosely fitted white shirt you know just and uh, and uh, Jeans, yeah. and, jeans and, and often and uh, misjudge sl- black shoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, and and yes. Well, how long did you say you took? I can't, you can't help that. It's, got, it's like a disability thing. It's, it's took quite a long time, time, didn't you? Didn't know that. <laughs> um, and you told me how long I. How long do you think take thinking about your clothes? So up to it can be forty-five minutes. Mm. Wow. I mean, I spent about twenty minutes tossing up between two platform wedges. Really. Mm. Do you mean you stood between them, tossing up? No, I think I open my eyes to think about the clothes. Okay. Sometimes I'll get up and I'll go, oh, and I'll have like a numbskulls <laughs> inspiration. Yeah. And I have to open the wardrobe to see if the, the blouse, for example, I need um, is dry cleaned and ready. Okay. I have to say, I mean, it'd be easy to think, well, you know, um, Emily's very shallow because she works in the fashion industry. But I give quite a bit of thought to my. Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. And the good not, thing is, you'd never know it. I, no, I don't. <laughs> that's it, and that's the trick. I must say, I think we'll, we'll come back to this because one of our obligations, of course, is um, advertising, mm. and um, I think it actually quite likely. <laughs> it's it's better than some of the. Uh, it's better than playing police. I always say it's an old saying in radio. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I had a text in from Tom. Uh, Can you tell Emily that her presumption that nobody does the washing up is wholly incorrect? Mm. Uh, As I stand here in my Commander Bermuda shorts... Sorry, just unzipping my jacket. Oh, right. Is that the mention of his Commander Bermuda shorts? (laughs) Is that exactly what Frank is wearing? Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, he means yeah. With uh, he doesn't mean without pants. He I means think he that, might, as think worn he by might. a commander. Oh, I'm, I'm not sure that's what he does mean. Okay. But, um, as as I stand here in my Bermuda shorts, doing the washing up, whilst listening to your show and dreaming of the day I have a dishwasher, the day I have a dishwasher will be the day I can honestly say I've made it in life. It's good to aim high, Tom. It is. Yeah. Oh, I love Tom. I but thought the dishwasher would get rid of um, the rows about the washing. You would up, think but so, but Daisy, no. the producer. Just announced, um, I banned the dishwasher in our house. Yeah. She won't allow it, she says it's too expensive. Too juicy, isn't it? It's too juicy. Mm. <laughs> well, I, I th- I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the dishwasher. Well, I... I, I, I really know. feel, when I... Not so much feeling it, but emptying... When I empty the dishwasher and put everything in oh, it, it's bit, love I it. really feel like I've done some proper hardcore housework. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. yeah. When I redistribute it to its correct places, it so feels so orderly and, and proper. Oh, I love it. My do you want to come round and we can unload my dishwasher together? Wow. Well, the trouble is, though... Then um, she'll spit on your leg. Is <laughs> what I like about doing it at home is that um, I, I then say, oh, yeah, I've emptied the dishwasher, and as if oh, it's yeah. like, you know, don't worry about that. What I'm saying is, you know what? 
I've emptied the dishwasher, ladies and gentlemen. I'm waiting for just that little bit of, oh, thanks, well done. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, you've emptied the dishwasher. Those little moments are what keep me going at home. And I get the reverse of that. I get uh, my wife walking into the kitchen and going, that could have gone straight in the dishwasher. You know, when oh. I've just put it on the top and walked off. Well, that's also true. But what happens is you see people leave the clean stuff in there and then you think, you're going to put a dirty <gasps> plate in there you think, oops, still yeah. clean stuff Can in there. Can I ask a personal exactly. question? Exactly. Do you prefer the loading or the unloading? Oh, the unloading. I, uh, the unloading is work. The loading is a treat. But, yeah, that's what I think. I, I actually look for, I save up the loading. You know that little, um, that little box thing that holds the, cut- the cutlery? Well, with the individual it, slots with for individual the forks and slots. spoons. I, I put them in now from further and further away as I've got more <laughs> confidence. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. putting the knives in now from, say, um, three, four feet away. Wow. Oh, I, like, fill the power. <laughs> <laughs> what Imagine about him loading a dishwasher. Yeah, I've just realised that fill the power is uh, a pun. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. Feel the power. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's what we used to call on the show an idiotic eureka moment when you get something many, many years after everyone else has already wow. got it. <laughs> feel the... And even his song is, I feel the power. I still never got it. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Frank, nice. um, Kerry, who's helping us out today, um, yes, I've given her a mention. Why not? Mm. She posted a picture of you on our... Where was it, Kerry? I was relaxing in between uh, tracks. You say relaxing. You were sitting hunched up next to a dustbin, a silver dustbin, looking not unlike Gollum, (laughs) um, wearing a hoodie. Well, as I said, relaxing. It belongs to the producer of the show. Yeah, well, it's cold in here. I came in dressed for summer today, and Daisy's loaned me her... I say loaned me, it's contract week. (laughs) (laughs) She said, oh, why don't you take my, uh, my hoodie? And uh, anything else you want. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Drake or Raleigh? I never can remember. It's Raleigh who laid down the cloak for... Lovely. Uh, That's the one I date. It probably then. never happened, let's face it. Uh, mm-hmm. Mark Bloodsport <laughs> has said on Twitter... Mark Bloodsport. <laughs> yes. Okay. Excellent. Has said on Twitter, uh, commenting on the photograph I'll of bet you that um, Prince Charles's uh, pseudonym. Yeah. <laughs> Has called it Obi Wan Kenobi and R two D two the wasted years. <laughs> Do it's, check it out the photograph. Yes, I, I, I can see that. I have something of the Guinness, page, something of the Guinness yeah. about me. Yeah, something of the Guinness. You mean the Alec, though, don't you? I do mean the, the Alec. Uh, Certainly the not cold the cold stuff. Uh, no, no, no. You are sat on the floor next to a bin, so I suppose you know there could be something of the Guinness about you. I was interested to read that Posh Boy said that her main meal of the day. She. Um, she steams vegetables mm. and then she just um, leans over and inhales the vapour. Is that right? Yeah, that's a big meal. Right. <laughs> and no wonder she doesn't do the washing up then if she's not eating. It's fine, isn't it? Well, who, who, washes, the st- who washes the steamer? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, my that's version of who pays, who pays the ferryman. <laughs> who washes the steamer? They're all nautical based. <laughs> They're just different types of craft. Absolute, absolute, absolute. radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So, Frank, we've established that Victoria, Beckham and I both lie awake at night for some hours pondering wardrobe decisions. Yes. And um, I was startled to hear that you do similar. Well, I'll tell you what I've, I've done. I've, I got... Um, there was a photo of me in one of the magazines, full length. Was there? And I um, arrived in... Is that the name of the magazine, full length? <laughs> <laughs> I was arriving at the premiere... And oh, yeah. uh, I cut it out. Mm. 
and uh, add it mounted on card. And what I do now, it's on my bedside table. I've, I've had all my clothes photographed <laughs> to that scale okay. with little tabs on, like when you used to hang clothes <laughs> on the, in the girl, little girls in Bonte. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, every night when I go to bed, I, I, I get out my little filing system of all, you know, shirts. Back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I, 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 I dress um, that little figure and then I, I, I model what, then, you know, I plan ahead. So you sort of storyboard your next day. Yeah. yeah. Sometime yeah. I'll have a last, you know, I'll put the light off and lie there and think, you know what, I'm not happy. I'm and not then? Happy with yeah. And I'll wake, I'll put the light back on and, and switch it. Do you know yeah. the amazing thing is, he puts all that effort and then he thinks, oh, I'll just wear that suit I wore on Room 101. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now, uh, in reality, as I think yeah. I've said on this show before, I do lay out my clothes the night <laughs> oh, before. Oh, I find that so heartbreaking. And I put them on the bedroom chair, and, the, and I put them with, like I make a li- I make a man out of them, a me sized. It's man. like the keep Britain tidy man. <laughs> yeah, so I, so the trousers are there, and the shirt slightly. I mean, I must admit, although I tend to top my shirt in, I let the man on the the bedroom chair. He's a bit more cash. He wears them outside. But yeah, so I I do have that sentinel that watches over me in the That's night. Nice. My next day. Would you ever yeah. leave it to chance the next morning? I don't like leaving anything to chance the next wow. morning. I actually, I, I, um, my, Tell me about it. my contact lenses, and here's a bit of information you'll be thrilled by, are minus 250 in the right eye, minus 125 in the left. Hang on, fact fans. Yeah, I even, I even... It's quite um, a discrepancy between your eyes. Yeah, I even said, there's, there's an explanation for this, it's to do with a very focal theme. Nevertheless, I, um... I wow. actually break off um, one of those and I put them on the side of the sink in order so that the left is oh. on the left and the right on the right. And anything I have to take with me, I put literally against the door so I can't get out the door without seeing it so I don't forget anything. Really, do you? So before I go to bed... You're such a Doctor Who My man. next morning, my <laughs> next morning is utterly, utterly planned. It's pre-planned. Mm. Wow. See, I, I read this I once, I remember, can I just go say on, yeah. I once, um, I... I'd, I'd forgotten to facial scrub, so what I did... Oh, no. That night, I went down into the shower and put the facial scrub in the middle of the floor on the shower, and I thought, I can't possibly miss that anymore. <laughs> of course, it worked a treat. Plan ahead, that is... Uh, That's like some sort message. of strange eternal flame. Yes. Well, I, uh, I read that Victoria Beckham lies at work at night wondering about what to wear the next day, and I just thought, well, she should, because that's sort of her job, isn't it? Yeah. She's a globe Oh, that's her job. She's a globe-trotting <laughs> clothes horse now, yeah. whereas I perhaps shouldn't. Is she ever a globe's galloping? Yeah, something like that. Okay. I lie in bed thinking about different versions of myself, where I'm stronger or fitter or better at fighting or funnier. Do you? Oh, I do that as well. Oh, good. You've got time for that in your life as Not well. Not about as me, about you. About oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to do ten minutes to Alan's improvement meditation. Yeah. Um, I imagined you this morning with a, a full mohawk. Oh, yeah. Those were the days. Mm. Oh. Shall I get one? Just before the Edinburgh Festival. Just you know what I did? I didn't, I didn't colour it in. I left it in your natural air colour, which is quite... <laughs> People often think, well, if I'm going for the mohawk, I might as well go yeah, red or exactly. something. But I left it in your sort of dirty natural. I imagine maybe you'll come in one morning with quite a dark, fake tan. Yeah. <laughs> I just can see you getting well, You know, I'm going to start wearing a lot of jewellery. I'm going to go for the full mare-like jingle-jangle yeah, look. I'd love that. But uh, my actual clothing on a, on a non-working day, mm. you know, so if I'm not here, where most of the time on this show I would wake up in a hotel, so I would get dressed according to what yeah. I've brought away with me, so I do occasionally put my trousers and shirt on a chair, mm. not not set up like a man. I'm not, I'm no, not a don't weirdo. Give, don't give me that look. But, 
But at home, I, I dress according to what is on the floor and least crushed and dirty. Do you keep the clothes on such the floor? A, I just a... tip it off the bed at night and onto the floor <gasps> and then I get in. the men commandments. I am a bit like that, actually. Yeah, it's one of my favourites. Oh, I hate it when men say those. This is what men are supposed to be like. like I didn't women, say that. Like when women say, I love shopping and shoes and pink. I didn't say any of that. <laughs> oh, well, I, bet, I love I shopping bet. and I'll shoes. Get my coat, I? It's like the stereotype. I have to say, I spoke to some women who I was working with yesterday about them preparing their clothes mm-hmm. and they said it was mainly based on who they thought they were going to see yeah the next day 100 percent. it was based wow. on the nodding uh, from around the room yeah then. and a lot of them are in you know they're they're women who have you know got sort of authority at mm. work and um i a, a woman said to me after the producer of the show said you know i just walked in and you were talking to the girls and i heard you say yes but can one wield authority with spaghetti st- strips <laughs> 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 Can't be right, can it? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Dear Frank, Emily, and Alan, brackets mostly Emily. I'm starting oh, a new uh, can job. Can I say I love this email? Yeah, I'm starting a new job. Me too. I've psychologically got my feet up. I'm thinking, oh, I don't need to say out except read this. I'm starting a so new can job. I just stop the action then, so that Alan <laughs> said out. <laughs> hey. It's only to say out. <laughs> yeah, you rarely get that, Yorkshire. <laughs> I didn't even realise that. That was it. a bit. I could see the three of us sort of walking over fields, one of us with a walking stick. <laughs> Me with the Bhutan. <laughs> I think I'd make Probably a good compo this morning in this outfit. Yeah. Um, I'm starting a new job lecturing at a college and I'm confused about what I should be wearing. Yeah, congratulations. Nassel Toff. I'm 23 and shaped like the divine Miss M. Congratulations. Short, mm. size 8, small waist, larger bottom. Lovely. <clears throat> uh, bottom has been mentioned. I think we got away with it. All the age-appropriate workwear I find to look a bit business manager on a date. Mm. I That's some, a good reference. I need some divine wisdom, otherwise there's going to be some awkward staff room comments. P.S. I'm a fellow member of the Catholic Church and feel like Frank should have a vested interest in my appearance not being of a seductress of teenage boys. Yes. We can't deal with more bad press. No, you Best can't, wishes, you Ruby. Can, OK, Ruby. You can't do t- too saucy, as you say, if you're can't lecturing. can't do too saucy, but you don't want to go apprentice candidate. This is oh, what I always say. Oh, good no. call. So, as much as I love warders, let's not go down that road with your job, with your calling. No. Uh, I would say you can't really go wrong with a summer dress. Oh. Just be careful of the underwear underneath, Presum- and make sure that make sure it's wasted. You and I, we need to Turn be wasted. wasted. My underwear is pretty wasted, I must say. It's it's virtually a toxic dump. <laughs> Ruby, it's all about accentuating the positive with our bodies. Um, is that right? Not if she's mm-hmm. teaching teenage boys. Sure, no, that's she needs exactly to, she what she needs doesn't to want lose to the. We've uh, got to learn early. I, I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of the uh, derriere grand. Uh-huh. But, um, no, you're not. Your ideal woman is Zola Bud. No, that was way back. I've changed since then. Mm-hmm. And I sort of like their white D. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think if you're, um, if you're, if you're short and um, narrow waist, yeah. large behind, I'm thinking maybe a Dalek suit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. What about Nuggets just uh, texted us? Oh, our old friend. Actually, I met Nugget when I was on tour. You did? Yeah. You did? He's uh, 
handsome fella. I didn't expect that. I thought he. I. I, I was thinking. What are you saying about our readers? I think he'd be. No, but I think I got mixed. There used to be a noggit on Big Brother. I think who was yes. a sort of a pale cockney chap in, in, with, in who thought I'll wear a hat and that will make me interesting. Oh, mm. one of those. And we've all got our methods for making ourselves interesting. Mine is. As, I think I used it today. Oh yeah, I did German at school. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> you always people, drop that. See, one most in. people did French, and a lot of people go. Oh. Yeah, and I think Daisy actually said, "Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Did German at school?" I did make it. Did make you quite interesting. Yeah, that's it. That. That. So, I, if anyone, any readers would like to let us know what, what makes you interesting, that one thing you like to drop in that makes you a bit interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'd oh, like yeah. To know. I mean, I can't really. We all know what mine is. I'd like to what's know. It'd be interesting. Triffids. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need to top that. Yeah, the BBC haven't. <laughs> they have, they have <laughs> that right. and um, when I had to make small talk with Salman Rushdie during his fatwa. <laughs> oh, so nugget. I hate speaking to people through a door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was nugget. No, yeah. There was no door. Trust me. Nugget says, having seen the photograph of you, Frank, which we posted, mm-hmm. wearing the hoodie with your knees out. Says, I've this urge to take a sharpie and draw Nora Batty's face on your left knee, and perhaps Hilda Ogden <laughs> on the other one. Well, that's a nice idea. Yeah. What's it saying about the state of your knees? I don't know, but I think that's Doc Cotton in the middle. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my absolute God. Um, <laughs> maybe we should... Uh, absolute God is a channel we're working on for Absolute as well, isn't Thanks, it? Thanks, certainly. I've been trying to get it. I've, I've been pushing that um, Absolute God. And I said, you know, we'll be, we'll be God only knows by the uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've, Oh, I've, my I've, God, I've I can't this, believe it. Yeah, Kasabian's uh, thingy in heaven thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, this monkey's gone to heaven by... Anyway, uh-huh. don't send any more in. It's not <laughs> no. that kind of radio show. He just sang song titles. It has to be clever. Par exemple. Does it? I met uh, Evie this week, who... I was working on, you know, I'm doing a portrait show at the moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was in Cardiff, and there was a, a, a girl who was, um, she was one of the people working on the show. That we, we use local uh, people, you know. Crew. Yeah, crew. Yeah. And, uh, All right, League of Gentlemen. And she <laughs> leaned across to me and said, uh, surely Bassey. I said, sorry? She said, surely Bassey. She said, I'm a long-time reader. Oh, uh, I and she love was, her. She, we were talking about um, tribute acts her. names, and yeah. uh, she was uh, suggesting surely Bassey would be a good one. Very good. But I like how she ID'd herself yes. as long-time reader. <clears throat> me too. Nice. It's nice. lovely, isn't it, that? Yeah. I, there's still a part of it that thinks, even though we get texts that no one's listening. Yeah. And I think the texts are sent by my agent to up my morale. <laughs> but no, there are real people. Can I say that they're, they're far too wordy for anything <laughs> your agent would say? Yes, my agent leaves messages like, uh, Frank's jump. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly one of his phone messages. <laughs> And you think that he thinks it's part of his job to keep up your morale by texting (laughs) a commercial radio station? Yeah, but he's somewhat um, busier, isn't he? He 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 doesn't like it if I do that. You know, sometimes I've got into the habit when I call people, I think, well, I don't have, I don't want to talk about it on the message particularly, so I'll just, I'll just leave nothing, and they'll get missed call. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hate it. He's anti that. He's anti that. Surely, if you're going to go, oh, Frank is jump, you might. (laughs) You might as well just go miss calling, yeah? I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know why people... I'm all for... Um, I've found back all my missed calls. Wait, oh, Damn. And I say I've that got, person, I've got way I'm too my, many for that. And I must say, my PPI person. He's <laughs> absent. If anything, they've opt. They've opt the ante on their um, yeah. defence. 
Yeah. It's lovely to feel watched over, I, m- I must say. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We are still in email corner, Frank. We've had yes. an email in from Nick, hmm. who says this. We have a transvestite cover artist here in Cardiff, because you were in Cardiff, yeah. you were saying recently, that goes under the moniker Dolly the Sheep Parton. That's from Nick. I, I like it. But Dolly the Sheep was named after Dolly Parton, was she not? In fact, right? I saw she? Dolly the Sheep um, recently. Did you? How was she? Yeah. Says a lot. No, she's, she's, in, um, she's in the National Museum of Scotland in Edinburgh. That's right. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Not far from the uh, NASA landing module that lands on land instead of in the sea and has wheels on it. No. <laughs> Do you like them apples? Sounds amazing. Okay. That's a good name, though. I like that. Well, I was after the... It is a good... I I like... um, After the Shirley Bassey conversation, Mm -hmm. I I, I was on the train thinking about the whole... um, Tribute act. Tribute act thing. And and it seems that there is a clear formula, isn't it? Because they're sort of um, not real versions. Mm. Yeah. That you take... You just take a a word that means um, unreal Mm -hmm. and then you change that. Oh, yeah. Once you've got that formula, you can rattle them off. On the train, in the space of ten minutes, I came up with even more Sham 69. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, phony Braxton. <laughs> uh, forgery Halliwell. Forgery Halliwell. Forgery. Oh, yeah, forgery Halliwell. Yeah, Fra- you're also quite complicated, if you don't Fra- mind me saying. Fraudy Mercury. <laughs> Roddy Mercury's good, yeah. And uh, now this one, I couldn't work out whether this. Well, do yeah. you think this works? Suedo. 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 It's, it's based on pseudo. Oh. No, Is it, too it doesn't work that at doesn't all. Work. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> I think they're quite fine, though. Well, okay, if you were doing. Much. If it was a tribute band for Suede, you mm. could do something like Shammy. You'd yeah. have to have the same letterhead. And you could spell it S H A M. Shall yeah, we? Because shammy. it's a sham version. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Scotch Guard, you could be called Scotch Guard. <laughs> that you're meaning that you're protecting Swade, protecting their legacy. Oh, I used to love that. Bit of a spray right. on that on Big Ron's full length leather. Yeah, I uh, when I go around um, David Baddiel's house, I I cry um, because he has three cats, and I've become allergic to cats in later life. Oh, no. If and I'm not saying he'd agree to this, but if I scotch guarded them. Yeah. You can't scotch guard animals. I don't think it's dangerous, is it? I don't know. <laughs> Can I say lying. Absolute Radio um, <laughs> isn't sure whether scotch guarding <laughs> animals is dangerous, so I don't do it until they've looked into it. I think, I don't think, I, because it's their dander, obviously, that's, um, that's affecting me. Their dander gets up your nose. Yeah, yeah. and um, so I think that would. Uh, <laughs> I think that would keep their dander in place if I um, mm-hmm. if I scotch guarded them. I don't want to do anything that harms them. Can I make that absolutely clear? If it doesn't harm them, I'm all for it. Absolute, absolute, absolute. radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'd like to talk about a subject close to my heart. There's been a news story that Is it um, an aorta. An aorta? I thought you were going to say an ill, then. Is it pound shop related? <laughs> oh, oh, come, come, my you... lady. Come, come, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, I, uh, I don't know if you've heard about this story that the, uh, the, the school sent a letter out uh, saying that it was proud of their, pa- uh, their children's oh, yes. attempts in the test and not to worry too much I, I, about... I'll tell you what, I was Marathon with a group school. of... It's gone viral. It's gone viral, man. When I was at the Royal Academy of Arts yesterday... Um, 
it, people were talking Ooh, about. You. Yeah, people were talking about this. As uh, yeah, the um, the head teacher. Uh, Rachel Tomlinson has been absolutely astounded by the reaction. She found the letter on a blog from the uh, from America, and she basically cut and pasted it to her own needs. Some of the angrier comments on a news article I read uh, said, "Oh, she even plagiarised the letter. What kind of lesson is that to the children?" And I thought, yeah. "Well, that's how we learn things, isn't it? You hear something, then you tell somebody else it." I know, but it's, it's about exams. The letter. Yeah. So, well, it's about how you don't have to worry about exams. No, you don't have to worry quite. about exams, and well, they are they are it that way. they Did are told this in with an example of copying. Perhaps the biggest <laughs> sin that one can commit in oh, an exam. Oh, you guys are going the other way on this, aren't you? You're going to go. Oh. No, when I, read I just, it, you know what? I just, I don't care how many friends my surgeon has had at school. I want him to be to have paid attention. Really? And I just don't like the way they seem to be advocating. Your so, surgeon, did you say? My surgeon. Oh, sorry, I thought you. And my sturgeon. I thought you had a sturgeon. <laughs> was in obviously it was in a school of fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in my, in my fish. connected to my trout farm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, no, I just, I don't, I'm afraid I don't subscribe to this. It's a bit namby-pamby for me, I'm afraid. Right. Yeah. I disagree, because I have long said that I think academic achievements are um, are important only as regards academic achievements. There's the rest oh, of the person that is also to be taken up. Like, some of the best educated people I've ever met are among the worst people I've ever met. So I've yeah, got no problem Yeah, but they all buy with... dinner, don't they? No, no, so they don't. You should say that. I met Richard Dawkins this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it there. Um, um, well, um, I think you're living in cloud cuckoo land. I <laughs> seriously think... I seriously think your GCSE like 1970s results... 1970s old granddad's response. I think your GCSE results matter slightly less in life than your table manners. I really think like you need to close your mouth when you've got food in it and that matters more than how you did in an exam when you were sick. That's well, a bit I personal when he's this... sitting right in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> Cut deep, why don't you? Oh, oh give me a minute. <laughs> um, you see, Al, where do you stand on people who say, I'm not an exam person? Well, I'm fine with that. Oh, fine I can't bear it. people that say that. They've got, you've got, they've got to, they've got to learn stuff. I'm never. I'm not <laughs> saying don't learn. No, anything. it's important. To, it's no good sending them a letter if they can't read it. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I'm not, I don't think even the the headmaster is saying that. I think they're saying, look, you know, these examiners are only testing you on a certain thing. The rest of your life is also part of who you are oh, isn't it goodness <laughs> sake. you know i never thought i'd say this but already i'm starting to miss michael gove <laughs> <laughs> if this it's... is what the minute his back's turned everyone says oh it doesn't really matter about learning you know just never come. said that and here's some clay never said that. just take that clay and express yourself i mean in fact god's sake man you're making a damn fool of yourself <laughs> I don't think so. I, I admit I don't like... What do you think of the letter then, Frank? I, 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 you know, when I first read the letter, yeah. I actually got slightly tearful. Mm. Um, but it's been a hard week. Yeah. Uh, but I did, because I loved a bit when they said the examiners don't know that you've got friends who love you and mm-hmm. count on you and all that. And it's, it was very, very nice. Yeah. When I read that it had been copied... Now, I don't <laughs> mind it being copied. Had uh, In the letter, there'd been brackets at the bottom saying this was taken from a blog, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But the oh. attempt to deceive young children <laughs> into, into ignorance, used for that method, I think is completely... Well, as Michelle Thomas would say on my on my Learn French tapes, it's unacceptable. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. 
So we're talking about that uh, letter. Yeah. I mean, maybe I've just got... You can mock about. Maybe I've just... It's not quite what they were saying, is it? I'm getting touchy about it now. No, you are. You're getting really irritable. Maybe I've just got a soft spot for teachers at the moment because... uh, I've got a soft spot for teachers. Don't put me on the anti-teachers list. No, you guys are on the anti-teachers list after this. (laughs) Um, You know, last week... You're suggesting we don't need teachers. I'm not. We can just get hippies. But I will tell you this. (laughs) You know, they went on strike, uh, what was it, last, not Thursday that's just gone, but the one before, and everybody was jumping up and down in the media going, oh, costing the children a day of education, what about the childcare and all that? I have to say, my son, Cockrell Jr., aka little Lord Fauntleroy, (laughs) he and I... (laughs) had a fantastic day and I'd just like to thank the teachers for their militant action because... I used to love a strike day. He's been really good recently, so the strike was coming up and I went, oh, well, let's go and get you... um, You you said you wanted a basketball. Let's go to that big sports shop and I'll buy you a basketball. Went and bought him a basketball, then we had a hot dog. Sports Direct. It's a beautiful sun... Decathlon, actually. Sports Direct. As I've said, if I see anyone recycling a Sports Direct badge, I know that they are genuinely working class. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, well, maybe, maybe me going to decathlon shows that I've moved You're up allowed a division. to say that. Is that right? Well, no, it's hard I'm to not. spot the signs now because um, when I... What w- are the signs now? Other when than I that? was in the oh, very oh. bosom of the working class, you could just tell because we looked down at heel, but, but the <laughs> working class now are got all quite, the gears. often Changed, quite dressed, yeah. well-dressed yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, obviously, you know, if you see an England shirt in, in, a, uh, in a shopping mall, you know where you're working. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I find the Sports Direct bag is the new, uh, is the new symbol. Right. It used to be... That, that I find a lot of gel on the hair on the Saturday night is quite a giveaway. Well, for, in my childhood, it was the bucket in the bedroom, of course, but that's a story we're not going into <laughs> on, on breakfast <laughs> television. So, um, yeah, it reminds me of you saying that, though, of the uh, the strikes and when I first started work um, the power workers went on strike oh, and, right. and each area of Britain only had electricity for three or four days of the week mm-hmm. and, and the rest of it was just not it was just in darkness really? for three. so they had to change people's working days mm-hmm. so um, I I'd only we just never started. Had that in Highgate. Yeah, I only just started work. <laughs> we always had electricity there. Well, we um, we went to three a three day week because we only had electricity for three days Brilliant. in our area. A bit like being French, I imagine. And I remember the Labour Party, the local Labour Party, um, were campaigning in in the local election, and they had a, uh, their slogan was "Vote for Ted." Have three days in bed. Ted was the Tory MP. Obviously, I thought. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I'll vote for Ted. <laughs> he sounds like my kind of character. Gone a bit Barrowford Primary School. Yeah, it was really, uh, it was it was interesting times. Sounds I mean, great. literally three or four doors, days of the week with no no street lights, nothing. See, I would listen if history was taught like that. Mm-hmm. Frank Skinner's history audiobook. Yeah, I'd buy that twelve ninety nine. Okay, well maybe I'll, I'll look into I'd that. Go nine ninety nine, but if, nothing more. Well, tonight I'm going to party like it's nine ninety nine. <laughs> And then we'll just think about it after. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I have to, I have to raise the um, faders. The faders, yeah. Um, so that you know you, we can speak. Mm-hmm. But um, I borrowed the daisies at the producer's top, and it's got um, thumb holes at the at, at the end of the sleeve. You know, mm-hmm. people have thumb holes. 
and I couldn't stretch my arms to the full extent, so I only took the fade. So we, we were at mid-volume. I had to I had oh. to lean quite long my foot, so I'm taking the thumbs out. It's an interesting experiment, <laughs> and it, but you and know, now it's over. Leave it to the kids. Yeah. Um, so me and uh, Cockrell Junior, we went and got him a basketball, and then we went to a shop, and I bought myself a hoodie and two pairs of trainers. By by quarter to twelve on teacher strike day, I'd spent the best part of two hundred quid. And I'm delighted to say it was great. And then we went uh, what back was to that the, on house the basketballs on on various uh, have you, sporting do you have a hoop fashion to wear. accompany this basketball. No, I just wanted to practice dribbling on the uh, on a little bit of paving. And we've um, we've made a makeshift hoop using stuff. You know, if everybody wants the ball to practice uh, dribbling. He should come and uh, lean over my insect bite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, I, you Daisy know, can give him some tips. I have to say, it's a bit American, isn't it? Yeah, or the basketball. basketball. Yeah, mm. and then we went swimming. Well, you and say then that in a disapproving tone. Well, it's the cricket season. Wouldn't it be lovely if he'd if he'd asked for a pair of pads, for example? I'll tell you what. If he gets into cricket, I will be so sad about that. What? I will as well. It's a bit David Meller, isn't it's it? Profoundly <laughs> boring. It's a bit Tory MP. Oh yeah. Oh no, Alan, don't I say really that. I really don't like it. Don't say it. Honestly, Alan. I, don't, I just don't, don't like the people it. that like it. It's the same it. planet as motorsports. Oh literally. no, it's so. Out- oh look, we God. can't have this debate on air. But please let it go. Or I'll- you brought it up. You I know what I feel. said. I hope you're so good at cricket. Honestly, oh, I feel like I might come to despise you. Please stop. This is like fine with it. I'm fine with it. Oh, are you? <laughs> this is like a really unattractive fight. So I took club. him yes. swimming, and then I bought him a massive donut and a can of uh, lemonade. Really, what to stop him from sinking? No, just after it. I <laughs> said, oh, okay, oh, do want- they do have those life things there. You don't have to. You don't have so to I'm, use donuts. I bought him presents, took him swimming, and got him like like jacked up on sugar. It was almost like I'd been separated from him, and I was spending a day with him. Yeah, it's been like, a divorce. Yeah. I was like yeah. separated, Dad. Had a brilliant day though. Really good. Thanks to the well, teachers. Access, access dads always do. Yeah, totally. You put the effort in. And well, now the I, except for my dad, who took us to Lords, and we had to lie and say we'd been to the cinema. Oh, that's child cruelty, isn't it? Yeah, we played with the rubbish. I'm afraid that Alan and the cock and the young <laughs> cockerels day sounds like just like an advert for truancy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was a bit of me that was thinking, why do we send him there? How about a quiet week? I could have been hanging out with him. Just gone anti school. <laughs> you, you'll start home that home learning thing. Homeschooling, yeah. Did you um, did you take him to an arcade? <laughs> no, that would have been. I'll do that next time they have a strike. Hopefully they'll keep it up. Homeschool. The trouble is with the homeschooling is you learn things at school that aren't just in the lessons. Yeah, and you don't yeah. get any of that with the homeschooling. No. Let us take for example the dead leg. Yeah. You're not going to learn how to do that at, at home. He might. Yeah. Well, if you do, I'm afraid it's a social services job. <laughs> True enough. Don't get to experience the vending machine hot chocolate. Oh, lovely. I had a, I had a, a difficult one. Um, my uh, my son, who's uh, just over two now, said for the first time he's actually made an announcement. Like he said, "I I don't like beans." Oh yeah. You know, like green beans, you know, which is mm-hmm. always a, a blow. Oh yeah. And I said, uh, "Oh, you like beans?" He said, "I don't like beans." <laughs> He knows his said, own mind. And I thought, mm. well, why I'll play this, I'll say, Daddy really wants you uh-huh. to like beans. And so I, I started by saying, well, do you like Daddy? And he went, <gasps> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he said, no, I don't like Daddy. And <laughs> I sort of laughed. Ha, 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 Inside, I was dying. Yeah, like that time I picked, I had to pick up a harvestman spider to show him that they weren't scary. I was inside. I was going, ah, <laughs> ah! It was 
on my hand, this spider. But I was trying to think, I don't want him to be frightened. Of, right. So I was going, look, it's lovely, this spider. <laughs> oh, my, those hot and cold shivers yeah. going up and down my... You could have grated cheese on it. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Been talking about cricket on Absolute Radio this morning, <laughs> and it seems oh, to be proving to be a very bonding <laughs> issue for you two. They've fallen out over cricket, and I like it. I wouldn't say we'd fallen out; we just I'm have a stark to celebrate our differences. differences. <laughs> yeah, but you've sort of metaphorically turned your voice chair around on him. Well, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I I accept his liking of elbow. <laughs> <laughs> I think he could give a bit in my direction. Well, Tim Prisoner three zero seven has emailed us. Morning, everyone. Morning, Peter. In the style of... <laughs> morning, Richie. Richie Benno. Mm. I'm emailing from Lords this morning. I say this morning. He did send this some ten days, two weeks ago. But he could email from Lords this morning. Oh, is it is still a, ongoing? There is a test match. Well, he it's says, a, where the MCC take on the rest of the world? Ah, yes. We are celebrating 200 years of cricket being played right on this patch of land. Can the team name any longer-serving homes of sport? First time writer, long-time reader. Max no. Skinner. No. So what should we do now? <laughs> is that it? Is it a no? Surely oh, there's God. somewhere in rugby that um, rugby was invented. And that's yeah, but, but it's still played. being played right. there. That's the thing, What's the it? oldest right. one? Everton's the oldest ground, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Scousers mm. always tell you information like that. They're very proud. See, I know the highest ground. What is it? The Hawthorns. Oh. West Bromwich. Oh. Oh. Uh, no, I don't know. The, you know, I nearly bought a, a flat... Um, overlooking Lord's Cricket Ground. Did you? There's a thing called Lord's That's something View. we can all relate to, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was... Uh, I must have told you this, because it was there was it was a pretty good view. You I lost, bet it was. You lost about, I'd say, 20% of the of the actual pitch, but you could see the rest of it. Okay. Um, but there was a, a, a flat upstairs, which um, was, was... Someone's banging. Someone wanted to come in, do you think? No, that's all. That's all right. That's my. Did I tell you about my hostage? Oh <laughs> no! It's a long story. We'll, we'll discuss it off air. Um, upstairs, the flat. Um, there was a much better flat. You could see the whole thing. And um, the guy, I said to the guy, "God, that's the flat you really want, isn't it? That one up there." And he said, "Yeah." He said, and the the irony is, they don't even like cricket. Oh, he wow. said, um, "It's uh, tattoo live there." The um, no the uh, the Russian duo he said it was bought by their management. I bet you rushed to put in an offer after that. <laughs> well, I did. They were I one mean, of your favourites. Imagine looking at. I mean, at the time, I'd say it would be probably Michael Vaughan as the captain. Imagine saying, seeing, uh, just watching uh, Michael Vaughan hitting a four through extra cover, and then looking up and there's Lena Katina in a bikini. <laughs> could you have a better day out than that? Well, I could <laughs> very easily. I think the flat that's got the restricted view is probably worth more than the uh, he's, he's <laughs> 100%. I'm, I'm leaving. He's twisting the knife. <laughs> I'm actually leaving. Hey, hey! I say hey. Anyway, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from eight. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.